the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Cheeseburger. All right, let's get it on. It's 11.06. I'm Mike Boyle, and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show. You know what? We are doing a simulcast. We're in Colorado Springs on 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer. We're in Denver on News Talk 710, KNUS. But I got a text from Padre Island, Texas, somebody listening to the show. When we go to Mexico on April 3rd, we've got a couple from Georgia. We've got a couple from Arizona and another couple from Indiana. You know what? Remember the old, when you used to go to the theater for about a quarter when you were a kid? Remember the news spanning the globe? Well, that's what we do here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. We're taking calls. Let's go to Joanne in Golden. She very graciously held through the news break. And then we're going to go out to San Francisco, where we've got a listener in San Francisco. Joanne in Golden, how's your day going? Good. How about you, Mike? I'm having a wonderful day. Tell me what's going on. So um, you just had a comment regarding Lowe's versus Home Depot. So a month uh-huh. ago, my washer went out instead of my dryer. And so I went to Home Depot in Golden and waited for at least a half an hour. I couldn't even get anybody to look at me as far as sales reps or any Home Depot employee. And so then I ended up going to the Lowe's out in Littleton. And um, so I went there and ended up buying um brand new dryer and then they installed it in the time frame that I wanted and took my old one away. Lowe's is wonderful. And then I also have another comment about a Home Depot with flooring. Good. And my husband has passed and he was like the most um, fix it man ever. I mean, he could do anything. And um, so I ordered new flooring from Home Depot and I had it put in three of the new bedrooms and I thought they would do it like my husband did it in our bedroom, where they would take off the baseboard, lay the new flooring, put the baseboard back up. That didn't happen. <laughs> and so they just laid it up to the baseboard and then put on something called corner corner round or something like that. And I hated it, but I signed off on it because I figured that was the thing to do. So I did that. And I'm like, look, all I want is just it put in the way it's supposed to be put in and not just up to the baseboards. And um, so I've been so disappointed with that. And had my husband been alive, this never would have happened because somebody <laughs> would have explained it to me. But um, I just wanted to say that I think Lowe's in many aspects beats Home Depot. There, you know, and, and there, you know, there's an old saying, whether it's about wine or vacation spots, they're not to be compared, they're to be enjoyed. And exactly. you, know, you go to a prime age steakhouse and you enjoy it, you go to a prime age steakhouse and you enjoy it, and somebody says, well, which one was better? I enjoyed them both. And I, I just, I was so impressed with the way Lowe's handled this dryer situation. And the delivery sure. guys, I got a kick out of it. Luis had moved here from Miami. He was with Lowe's in Miami. I asked if he was Cuban. He said, no, Puerto Rican. (laughs) And then Uh. Wilbur 
his helper was from Venezuela. And so I introduced him to Bailey, the Mexican, and I said, you know what? I'm going to represent the United States. We had a fun conversation. We had a fun laugh. They were very efficient. They were very, very good. Joanne, I'm going to put you in the drawing for a gift certificate to the Black Hat Cattle Company. Fun call. We're going to get to David when we come back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show. That's Rod Stewart and one of the great all-time songs, Maggie May, The Morning Sun, when it's in your face, really shows your age. But that don't bother me none. In my eyes, you're everything. 303-696-1971. Let's go to the city by the bay, San Francisco, and talk with David. David, welcome to the show. Happy to have you aboard. Oh, thanks, Mike. Uh, And, you know, you were talking about the price of a movie being a quarter. Well, I remember when it went up, uh, we uh, we used to pay 25 cents at the Ozark Theater back in uh, in St. Louis. But uh, when 2001, A Space Odyssey came, or Odyssey came out, by God, they raised it to 50 cents, and there was a furor. And uh, people people were furious, but they still wanted to see the movie, so it was it was a terrible choice. So they got you know, uh, but but you know what? You remember when for that you got cartoons, and then you got news, and you got two features. It was the way for the parents Uh, to dump you off on a Saturday afternoon. Well, that was the deal. Uh, We didn't necessarily have the newsreel, but we did have. uh, You know, a lot of times it was a double bill, but the. 2001 A Space Odyssey was, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember, it was over two hours long, so we didn't get a double feature with that one. And, uh, man, they doubled the price and uh, only got one run. So, yeah, it was, uh, you brought a rip off. Traumatic, traumatic memories. <laughs> hey, David, hey, do well, you live you know, in the city? Uh, in San Francisco, it was home of 20,000 restaurants. You do. You do live in San Francisco. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I used to you know, live out there in in Junction. In fact, if you wanted to give a plug for any of your uh, restaurants out in Grand Junction or uh, Glenwood Springs, I still got relatives out in both. I love Glenwood Springs. I love Grand Junction. Now, let me ask you this. Um, I, I I grew up in Southern California. I love San Francisco. I go back to the summer of love. I go back to, you know what, and, you know, Ghirardelli Square and uh, Irish Coffees at the Buena Vista, the BV, and uh, uh, Morton's on Union Square and uh, uh, Sourdough Clam Chowder Bowl down at Fisherman's Grotto. I, I Riding your bike over Golden Gate Bridge, do they still have the Beta Breakers run? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, it must be coming up here in another month or something. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, uh, it generally come. It, it used to be in May. And what, what I'm talking about with David is for years, I don't know if it still is, it was the largest participation event in the country. Um, and it was called the Beta Breakers, 7.7 miles. Uh, you started at the Embarcadero. You ran through San Francisco, and you ended up at the park at the base of the Golden Gate Bridge. And 
it was so busy, over 100,000 people, that the winners crossed the finish line before the last participants got past the starting line. It was that busy. I've run in it. There were centipedes of 10, 20, 50 people. There would be 25 trombones running together. I mean, it is San- right. there were people running naked, obviously with just their tennis shoes on. I mean, it was San Francisco. And then after running it, I flew a couple of years with the Channel 5 helicopter. A buddy of mine was the pilot. And seeing it from the air was absolutely unbelievable. Listeners, look it up. It's called Beta Breakers. And uh, glad to hear, uh, David, that they still have it. Oh, yeah. And as a matter of fact, they don't necessarily go. I haven't known that it actually goes to the Golden Gate Bridge. That might have. I, I only moved here. Well, it, in, it, I, uh, I, that's, that's not right. It's, it's the park by the Cliff House. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And so they run right down I through said, the park. I only, yeah, I only said the Golden Yeah, you finished through the park. And the only reason I said Golden Gate was because I couldn't think of the name of the park. What's the name of the park? Golden Gate Park. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it, uh, okay. uh, a good old park. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, they, and they got to run up Hayes Hill. That's the work, you know. You uh, you run past the Opera House, and then you go up this hill that just keeps getting steeper and steeper. And uh, if you can make it past Hayes Hill, you got it's all downhill to the ocean from there. But uh, yeah, hey, well, you know, the reason I called the restaurant show was to see if. Um, you know, there must be some opportunity. People like to do a side hustle of income. Are there, like, uh, laws that, you know, if somebody wanted to grow some herbs, if they had a quarter acre of land or something like that, and uh, they were, say, like, grew oregano, uh, you know, to sell to the the pizza joints or, uh, you know, the specialty restaurants might need basil or, you know, some sort of different uh, uh, fresh herbs. Uh, if somebody had a greenhouse, uh, there might be a good opportunity to do fresh herbs longer through the year. Is there uh, are there health and safety laws that uh, like if some somebody wanted to do that for a side hustle, uh, how would they get started to be able to do a thing like that? David, I don't have a clue. I, I will tell you this: that there are a lot of restaurants. Matter of fact, here in Castle Rock, uh, the Castle Rock Adventist Hospital. Uh, Chef David uh, Daniel Skay over there, they grow their own. They've got a garden, and they grow stuff, and they bring it into the hospital. But when you ask if there's laws, I guarantee, listen, we are a country of laws. We can't wait to pass a law about anything. And um, so I, and I, I know restaurants that do grow their own vegetables and herbs. I know individuals that have gardens on the rooftop of their apartment and so forth, and they grow it for their neighbors. But to be perfectly honest with you, first of all, I don't know how many you'd have to grow to make any money, and I don't know how you would even start on something like that. But it's certainly worth the thought. Thanks for the call, David. 303-696-1971. Let's go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we got Karen in Denver and other callers. 303-696-1971. All right, 24 minutes after 11 o'clock here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Have you seen that? We're going to get right back to the phones. Have you seen that uh, DIA has installed a new security checkpoint? You know, kind of good news. You know, some of us have TSA Pre, some of us have Premier Access, but... uh, 
anything they can do to move those security lines along. I got a note from my daughter that said, I wish airports would split security lines up between people who've literally never been to an airport before and everyone else. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's not a joke, Lewis. I mean, that's I agree with that. Why do I always even when I'm in the rapid line, you find yourself, oh, I didn't know that I have to take off this belt buckle that's the size of a dinner plate because I want to rodeo up in Cheyenne or some lady who's got 99 piercings who doesn't know that she has to take all that stuff off to get through the metal detector. Anyway, 303-696-1971. Let's go to Karen in Denver. Karen, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm having a wonderful day. How about you? Great. Yeah, I thought I've never called in, and I thought I'd call in and tell you a couple of things about a great restaurant and a great movie. Please do. Um, Have you ever been to Benzina Italian on Colfax? What's the name of it? It, Benzina, B-E-N-Z-I-N-A Italian. No, I have not. um, Oh, it's one of our favorites. It's um, it's it's on Colfax, and it's it's in this remodeled former muffler shop. So it's this kind of mid-century <laughs> modern vibe. It has uh-huh. the best pizza we've ever had. The um, mushroom pizza is our favorite, and it's the the owner. And I forget his name, but he used to own the Rocky Mountain Diner and and some other restaurants. In, in well, Colorado. would that be Tom so, Waltz? I think so. Yes, I think that's Rocky it. Mountain. So Rocky Mountain Diner and uh, Pasquale's and um, yes, yeah, uh, and, and 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 I think he's still involved in the ownership of the Castle Cafe in Castle Rock. And maybe Rick's Cafe um, over in Cherry Creek. I think that was. I don't did. think that Tom was involved there. Oh, that but one. Okay. But that certainly was that certainly was on the circuit back then. Right. He would have been right. part oh, of all yeah. that Governor's uh, Park and Hatch Cover yep. and all of that circuit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, so it's, I'm a, it's a great it's a great restaurant. I'd highly recommend it. Um, you know what? Parking is a little you, tricky. But, I was going to say, yep. don't you have to applaud somebody that says, you know what? I think that I think that that. Uh, um, Midas Muffler Shop would make a nice Italian restaurant. <laughs> it's just a hoot. And then in the outside, they have like bocce ball courts, and um, they they plant their own herbs. And um, so in, in the summers, it's really nice to sit out there. But it's just and they and they play they play uh, records. I think on Monday nights or something. It's it's just a cool place. So I'd highly recommend. Okay. It. East Colfax, 4839 East Colfax. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And here's the menu. I mean, it, it, I mean, it looks it looks very nice. And Tom Wall does a nice job. He's, he's, a, he's really a professional. Yeah. So thank yeah. you so and much he's for that. What's there. the movie? Uh, have you ever seen Jerry and Marge go large? Gary Jerry and Marge, and Marge go large. Yeah, Jerry and Marge go large. So Brian Cranston and Annette Benning 
uh, star in this movie, and it's actually based on a, a true story. Um, and I think it's in Michigan, which is where I'm originally from. But um, they, he kind of figures out how to beat the lottery, and I won't say much more. But it's a really nice, funny movie, and, um, and those two do really, really well together. So I'd highly recommend that. It You're, was made uh, in uh, 2022. Yeah, I see that. Okay. Yeah. Based it's a on cute blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's based on a true story. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hoot. It's a, it's a hoot. Okay. Yeah. And how how would I get it? Um, I think we got it on Netflix or Prime. Okay. Netflix or Prime. Netflix yeah. or Prime. You know, since yeah. I'm paying for all these things, I might as well use them a little bit more, don't you <laughs> exactly. think? Exactly. Exactly. So, have you ever been to the Black Hat Cattle Company? You know, I never have. I've heard it. I've heard about it since I listened to your your show, and I would uh-huh. love to go. Love to go. And they do. Do you like steak? Yes. Do you like the old Wild West? Do you like Western art? Totally. Yeah, I, I I love that Colorado vibe. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. I'll tell you something. You really get it at the Black Hat Cattle Company. Uh-huh. And Dave Rodriguez, um, he's actually closed right now. He just said, he, he called me up and he said, we're going to close the 20th to the 27th. And I said, for vacation, for maintenance, for what? <laughs> and he said, no. I just want to take a break. <laughs> yeah, and, right. And, yeah. I mean, he's he's done it for so long. It's not like he has to open up every day that he's got posted because if not, he won't be able to pay the bills. Um, he's right. a great operator, right. and the food, Karen, is absolutely terrific. Yeah, we 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 got to get there. So you you uh, incentivize me to to call in. So. We'll, well see. bless your heart. Well, and I'm, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take I'm going to take you and John and Joanne and our other calls. I'm not sure David in San Francisco would be um, yeah. a good pick, but I'll do a eeny meeny miny mo when it's all over. And uh, we've got your name and phone number, and I will call and uh, get an address. And what I'll do is I'll call the Black Hat if you is if you are the name if your name is the one I draw. Let me get my English correct here and. Uh, <laughs> And we would have the gift certificate just sent to you. Okie dokie. That would be great. Thanks, Mike. Enjoy your show. Thanks for the thanks for the suggestion, Gary. Jerry, Jerry, and Marge go large. Go large. New yeah, to it's a town. Hit. New to town on Netflix, and uh, then came you. I'm getting some good movie suggestions. You know what? You're bailing me out, listeners, because I'm just not sure that I'm ready for a three-hour Oppenheimer. But I know what's going to happen is warm weather is going to come, and I'm going to want to be outside, and then I'm not going to get to watch it. So but we'll sort it out. 303-696-1971. Let's go to... Let's go to... Tony. <laughs> Thanks, Lewis. Tony in Denver. Is this the Tony that is going to Cancun with us on April 3rd? It sure is. Well, I was shocked to see your name on the travel group list. You're not going to bail, are you? You're not going to say, well, I got my deposit in and I can bail. No, if I put my deposit down, I will not bail. Okay. What do you got? Hey, uh, 
I, I uh, wanted to ask you a question. It's a whenever I Tony traveled. About- Tony traveled with us right after COVID. First time we showed him a spectacular resort, a wonderful group of people, tremendous food, and he was so underwhelmed that he's never traveled with us since. So that's why I was a little bit surprised to see. I'm glad you're going with us, Tony. You're a nice traveler. Well, well don't take it personally. Um, I didn't. Oh, good. Um, but whenever I see a, an article about food, I think of you, and I read the article. And I was wanted to ask you, I read an article about the percentage of uh, people's budget that's spent on food is the highest percentage that it's ever been. What I do you that. think that... What do you think the percentage is? I, re- I read the same article, but I don't remember. Do I 11, recall? Well, what is 11 percent. 11. You know, that may not sound like much if you say, but, and it's gone up dramatically. And like you said, it's the highest that it's ever been. And to be honest with you, I thought it might even be a tick or two higher. Um, but I, I, I'm just not sure where I see it changing. Um, and you know, when Dennis Prager does talks about this, about how how can you have an inflation number that doesn't include food or energy cost? You're in your Starbucks, aren't you? You're in your neighborhood Starbucks ordering your chocolate macchiato or whatever, right? And and you know what you know who I saw pull up and park in our in the parking lot was uh, one of your colleagues Peter Boyle. Really? Yeah, he was out here with two other motorcyclists. They came in, got a coffee, got back on their bikes, and took off. Yeah, Pete's riding a trike now. Yeah, I didn't see the trike, but yeah, but uh, anyway, listen, I hear the music, so I'll let you go, Mike. Great show. Thank you so much, Tony. We'll put you in the drawing, okay? All right, nice talking to Tony. Yeah, the music tells me. Hey, speaking of motorcycles, the official president of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show Motorcycle Club just sent me a text. We'll talk about that when we come back. 303-696-1971. All right, it is 11.39, and uh, before we get to our callers, let's uh, let's do a little bit of travel here. Uh, um, I enjoy car trips. I used to enjoy motorcycle trips, but uh, just got a note from Gabe. Gabe is the official president of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show Motorcycle Club, and um, so I thought we'd share this with you. But, Louis Gonzalez, do me a favor. Go ahead and uh, fire up the travel. Fire up the car, will you please? Now it's time for a new feature on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, where we talk about restaurants, movies, books, sports, and travel. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. That's right. We all like to travel, and road trips, local, regional, on less than a tank of gas, are the best. Brought to you by Castle Rock Autoplex, where whether new or used, you can have your choice of Chevys, Fords, Jeeps, and more. So let's hit the road with Mike. All right, let's talk a little bit about travel. We're going to get to Pat and Castle Rock in just a minute, but... um... Gabe sent me this message. He said, since you were driving back from Southern California, taking the Southern route, uh, I did not get there because of I needed to 
expedite my return a little bit. Things have changed a little bit. But he says if you're on Route 10, look up Silver City. The back roads are unbelievable. Keep your eye out for the legendary Spit and Whittle Club. Uh, What was the ride like going through Death Valley? You know, Death Valley, what I did was I came in on Highway 95. Uh, That's coming south out of Reno, Carson City, uh, Tonopah, uh, Beatty, B-E-A-T-T-Y. You cross into Rhyolite, California, which is an old abandoned ghost town. And then you enter Death Valley. And Death Valley is the second largest national park to Wrangell uh, in Alaska. And I, I had forgotten how big it is. It's been getting some publicity lately because they've been getting so much rain in California that in Death Valley there's actually a lake. It's called Badwater. It's 282 feet below sea level. It's the lowest elevation point in the United States. And there's been enough water that there's about a two-mile lake, and it's about one foot deep. (laughs) And kayakers are going into Death Valley to say they kayaked at Badwater Death Valley. The roads are spectacular, and there's three or four different uh, visitor centers. Um, It's just, it's great, but you you forget how big it is, because when you enter... Uh, to the visitor center was something like 25 miles. Uh, That's a big park, folks. And then it was another 17 to Badwater. I took a side drive through, I believe it's called Artistic Canyon. And you just see these different color rocks and these different color mountain formations and minerals in the mountains. it's, It's absolutely wonderful. And then I drove out through Mojave and uh, I would tell you, if you wanted to take a nice either drive or motorcycle ride, it's absolutely terrific. There are two lodges in the park. Um, both of them were booked completely solid. This is in February. Now, a lot of people go in February because the weather was good. It wasn't that July 125 degree uh, temperature type thing. But man, they're beautiful. They're beautiful old hacienda style buildings, big buildings. But they were going for five, six hundred dollars a night, and they were sold out. So anyway, and then if you go south, you know, if you go along ten, you're going along through Arizona and New Mexico. And he says Silver City, and then you've got Deming. My advice would be to even drop down farther. Go down to Hachita. You'll be right on the Mexican border. As you're driving along the Mexican border, you'll see the uh, Border Patrol helicopters going over and so forth. You'll come to the town of Columbus, New Mexico. Columbus, New Mexico used to be the home of Fort Dugan. That was where Pancho Villa raided in 1914, killed a bunch of Americans. And there is the old train depot. Remember the old westerns where you always had the train depot and people were standing out on the platform waiting for the train to go by? And they've turned it into the Columbus Historical Society. It's only open about four hours a day, three, four, five days a week. But in there, they've got all the stuff from that invasion. 
And if you want, you can even stay in Columbus and you can walk across the border there. Um, they've got a nice hotel in Columbus. And we're talking about a place called Milagros, the Miracles. And so, uh, but it's just in the museum, I will tell you this. I'm going to take a side note here on a story. Um, I was driving through and I stopped in and I walked in. And this was years ago, and there was an old man just sitting there. He remembered. He was like seven years old when Via raided. And um, so he takes me into the museum, and he says, do you know who that is? There's a big, big wall hanging. I said, yeah, that's John J. Pershing, Black Jack Pershing, General Pershing. How do you know that? And I said, well, you know. Um, And he says, do you know what that is? Yes, that's an infield rifle. And then there were some books the 3rd Cavalry, 4th Cavalry, and the 7th Cavalry. And we're talking cavalry. We're talking about riding horses. And I go to the 4th Cavalry, and I flip it open, and I'm looking at the pictures, and about two, three, five, ten pictures in, I stop. He says, what are you looking at? And I said, that's a picture of my dad. That's my dad with his horse. My dad served in the 4th Cavalry against Pancho Villa in the Mexican Border War. And then he went on and served in World War One. He served in World War Two. But it's it's a great ride. And Gabe, I would encourage you and your fellow motorcyclists to swing through. Stop by the Columbus Museum. They're only open, I think, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday. I'm counting on my fingers. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But uh, and then they got a neat little bar in town. I mean, it's it's really it's really a fun fun place. Let's go to Pat and Castle Rock. Pat, I didn't mean to keep you waiting. I got I got off on memory lane there. Happy to have you with me. Hey, that was a great story, especially about your dad. Well, you know what? It, I mean, if if I'm lying, I'm dying. I I said, you know, because he said, how do you know this stuff? And I said, well, my dad served under Pershing in Mexico. My dad was born in 1897. Yikes. My dad was one of those that if the Army wanted you to have a wife, they'd give you one. And um, so married late. Um, you know what? There's some interesting t- statistics. During the Vietnam War, something like, and I'm making up a number here, but, but, but I'm using it metaphorically, but you'll understand. During the Vietnam War, something like 3% of Marines were married. I can believe During, that. In the present day, something like... Forty percent are married, fifty percent, something like that. It's it's just a different deal. And you know, sure, I know that there were guys that met a woman in a bar in Times Square in 1941, knew her for three days, married her, shipped out, and they may have stayed married for 60 years. Sure, there's those stories, but yeah, it and, he, and I'll never forget what the guy said. I've got a picture. I've got a picture of my dad. He said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I'll never forget that. I said, yeah, I know what my dad looks like, <laughs> even though he was obviously pretty young. So what's going on with you, Pat? Well, you've got such a good memory of all the local restaurants in the past. I, I just, uh, I was trying to enjoy it with a, a place that had one of the best cheeseburgers. They were downtown, and the restaurant was known as King's. Does that ring a bell? No. <laughs> okay. Thanks for setting me up for the fall, Pat. Um, (laughs) Well, because you've been around so much, I just figured it it was just a a kind of a hole in the wall down, I think, on Welton. But then they had another one on West Colfax. I just kind of remember 
when my mom went and cooked, that's where I'd head out and grab a, a great cheeseburger. How about so Kings? So Kings Burgers, and then you, the one was Welton, and one was Colfax. Yep. You know, and, and what years are you talking, Pat? We're going back to the '60s, mid '60s. You know what? If you Google Kings Burgers on Welton and or Colfax, you know what comes up? What? Nothing but nothing but Burger Kings. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, better. I wasn't I wasn't around here in the '60s, but we've got some old timers that listen. If anybody knows about it, um, I'd, I'd be curious to hear about it. You know, because yeah, here's then, some of those places. What's that place on? What's that place on Federal Grandpa's? I think it's called. Yep. You know what I'm talking about, Colfax. It's on Federal. Yeah, it's a little dive. It's still there. It yeah. is. Yeah, and yet, man, they knock out a great burger. There's, there's, that's a fun memory. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. When uh, mom didn't want to cook, that was your, that, that was your treat, right? You know, because a lot of people don't understand, if you grew up in the 50s and the 60s, and I suppose in the 70s, that going out, the family going out to dinner, that was a treat. That was huge. Yeah. I, I'll never forget, Mike, uh, we were good Irish Catholics in North Denver. And after mass, my dad would take us to Rocky Belt on 38th and Federal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was that was a, Dennis Prager talks about this. How after synagogue, I, I don't. Oh, really? Once a month, the 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 family the the dad would take the family out. Have you ever been to the Black Hat Cattle Company, Pat? I have not. I'm going to put you in the drawing. Music tells me it's Seminole Win by John Anderson. We've got to take a break. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, 11.54 is the time here on The Restaurant Show. We are running out of time, but don't forget Saturdays, every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver, and every Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon, we do a simulcast all up and down the front range. A lot of stuff we talked about today. I didn't get a chance to talk about some other stuff, but I've got Joanne, John, Karen, Pat. Do I have everybody? David. Um, in a drawing, Tony in a drawing for the Black Hat Cattle Company, and uh, we will get that organized here shortly. Uh, Lewis, did you say we have one more call? All right, let's go to Lauren in Inglewood. Lauren, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm having a great day. What about you? Great. Uh, uh, good. Um, if you make it to Buena Vista sometime... I've got a couple of places you might want to try out. Um, you know what? I just I just came to uh, Buena Vista last week. What the heck? <laughs> um, you, go ahead and give yeah. them to me. Well, there's a sandwich place called uh, Biggie's. Okay. Um, and they got got a really good Italian sub. And uh, there's a pizza place called uh, Elkhorn Pizzeria. That's really good. So you spend a lot a of time. Do you spend a, Do you spend a lot of time down there? I do actually. Yeah, um, 
We usually go there a couple times a year at least. It's a great place. Isn't it nice to get out and get in the small towns? And it's, it's, it's just so much more Americana. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yep. It's, and the scenery there is, you know, spectacular. So, oh, yeah. yeah. It's really nice. Great you know what? If you ever get to, the, if you're ever on Highway 50 and you go over Monarch and you go down into Gunnison and you come to the road where it turns into Montrose and up to Delta, just past Black Canyon, there is a place called the Museum of the Mountain West. And I happened to see it on the drive through last weekend, and it's like a replica of an old west town. It's almost like one of those movie sets that they use for the old John Wayne movies and the old Roy Rogers and Gene Autry movies. But if you're ever down there, just maybe go a little bit farther and check that out. Have you ever been to the Black Hat Cattle Company? No, my wife and I have been wanting to go. Uh, so, no, we're definitely interested in that. <laughs> well, I'm going to put you in the drawing. I'm going to do a eeny, meeny, miny, mo here in just a couple minutes, and I will let somebody know that they are going to get a $75 gift certificate to the Black Hat Cattle Company. But next time I'm going through BV, I'm going to go to Biggie's for a sandwich, and I'm going to go to the Elkhorn for a pizzeria because I take the advice of our listeners. Nice of Lauren and Inglewood to call. Hey, I, I wanted to... Um, talk a little just share a little bit more with pat what happened was is that after this was the largest more people killed incursion into the united states at columbus new mexico and so they decided to make a museum at the old railroad depot and um uh, i took a picture of it i had a lady painted it's hanging in my home but then when you go in i mean it's a room that's literally uh, 15 by 15, and there's a glass four-walled case in the middle, and inside are weapons and medals, and, you know, my dad, I've still got my dad's medals from the Mexican border war, from World War One when he was in the trenches, and I've got a picture of him, and so... It, 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 if, if you've got any historical inclination, it's a fun place to visit. And if you have anybody that you made possibly a long, long time ago that had uh, involvement in that, it really is, I mean, it's so off the beaten path. And you used to have to take a road from uh, Columbus to El Paso. It used to be a dirt road, and I've driven it. Now it's paved, so it's a two-lane. It's two-lane asphalt. You know, it's just easy breezy. But if you if you're ever looking for a little, well, when I say day trip, because what's what's Albuquerque? Five, six, seven hours, and so it's going to be another hour, hour and a half. I mean, but you go down and you spend the night, and uh, and you go drink with some of the locals, and I think you might have a little bit of fun. And I actually was going to go through on the trip on the way back again, but. Uh, that got shortchanged. But for Gabe, our motorcycle club, um, that might be a fun, fun place to stop in and uh, and just meet some of those locals. Folks, we are out of time. I did an eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger by the toe, and I came up with Karen in Denver. 
we're going to send, we're going to call Karen after the show, and uh, we're going to get her mailing address. Like I said, the Black Hat is closed uh, up until the 27th. They took a week off, but they'll get that gift certificate, and she can take a nice drive up 74. Yeah, you can go around through Evergreen if you want, but why not go through Morrison and 74 by Red Rocks and go through Clear Canyon. So I want to thank everybody that took the time to listen, everybody that took the time to call. Um, the out song is Toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. That would be me and 30 listeners on April 3rd when we go to Cancun. As he says, adios and vaya con Dios. Goodbye, go with God. I'm Mike Boyle. And this is... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.